Hello, and welcome to the 14 Questions Podcast. Or welcome back. <laughs> it's just a thing now that Here we, we are. do. Here we are. So what are we doing? We're going into a um, holiday weekend for folks. Yeah. Thanks, well, here, here Thanksgiving, it's, it's come and it's gone and it's come and it's gone. And I'm still sitting here in 2019 wondering what the hell the future is going to look like. Yeah, there you go. But, you know, coming into the holiday season. So we, we thought we'd keep this this one a little light. Yeah, being, being that this is going to drop on Thanksgiving Day, I think people have parades and football and trip to fan comas uh, to look forward to. And <laughs> well, that way some, they can... some of our, uh, <laughs> like they won't need us to put them to sleep this week. <laughs> and they'll just there, there you go. They'll have the turkey instead. So you're welcome. Yeah. Um, so we'll do a little thing, and then we'll 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 actually get into a little bit of tech and some advice maybe after we take a break. Yeah, maybe after yeah, the just break. because it's you know shopping. You got to think ahead. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow. Yeah, so we're, we're talking about the advanced, complicated topic, cup holders. Cup holders, you don't say. In cars. In cars. Mm. Turns out it's a thing, by the way. It's a controversial subject, yeah. It is. And it's all these, all these people drinking and driving. No, it's, it's, I'm, I'm being serious. Oh, like, I'm, this I'm is, fully well aware, yeah. Like, I was like, oh, this will be fun. We'll, we'll find a thing, you know, quote a few things. It's like, no, no one can seem to agree on anything, especially when it comes to cup know, holders. It's, it's one of those topics where it kind of jokingly came up. And we go, let's talk about weird features in cars. And then it's like, hey, let's just do cup holders. And then you're. Well, because cut that fucking <laughs> you complex. To, you start to look and you're like, well, shit. That's kind of tongue in cheek, but here we are talking about cup holders in <laughs> yeah. cars. So, so where do you want to start? That's the, the million dollar well, question. All right. Let, well, let's start with this. So I guess it was nine. This is this is kind of this is kind of bizarre. I and mean, I'll, I'll quote this little factoid here. So New Zealand patent number five six five zero six seven. OK, this was a completely freestanding desktop cup holder, I guess, for a car or for a flat service. But this was the first sort of thing invented by Digby Green, George Green and Allie Matthews. Green manufactured out of wood metal or plastic. How about that? Yeah. But this is sort of just like, I mean, what, what need do you have for a desktop cup holder? Just sit the damn thing down. Well, I guess the topography is like slanted in New Zealand and they probably didn't know how to use a level. So maybe, maybe that was it. I don't know. Way, way back when, sorry to poke fun at you Kiwis out there, but. Oh, there you go. From that time that, to that time. won't get us added at, at Twitter. <laughs> sheep, sheep can't type. It's fine. <laughs> oh, way to make friends. Way to make friends there, Rando. <laughs> it is what it is. So you, it's all said in jest, of course. Yeah. There you go. And uh, then there's some fun facts like over on uh, Rad Air Auto. Technicians look at the history of the cup holder. And so, sorry, snack tray. So they call, and this is actually. This, I'm going to show you the photo of this, my friend. I actually think this is one of the smarter. Spin that screen okay. around. And this was, let me see. Do we have an author on this? No, it's just kind of done up. But anyhow, this is uh, this was in the Model T in the 1920s. More of an accessory. That That's just a full wet bar at this point. I mean, th that design <laughs> hasn't changed in modern limousines since the Model T, really. No, I mean, but it's, I mean, it's a shelf with holes cut through it to hold your bottle and your glass and yeah, maybe an ice bucket, you know? Yeah, that's, that's perfect. And it should have stopped there. That's all we ever needed. Well, I mean, the roads were a little bumpier back then. Just a bit. So then, then we get into all this. Now, now we get into the, the, the deeper dive on this. So, you know, uh, Bon Appetit, um, Sam Dean did an article February 18th, 2013, 
and they get into this whole back and forth. I guess the uh, one of the Cadillac products, uh, El Dorado, had a a pretty luxurious bar in it. You know, at the time, built-in <laughs> bar. You know, comes with a magnetized glove compartment door to set your full metal tumblers on. You know, it says, I will quote the article, perfect for keeping your cognac stable. <laughs> <laughs> and, th- and this is in the front seat. Yeah. Not not in the back where you may be chauffeured around. Yeah, no, that was for yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, rolls rice people and all the Drop the glove yeah. box, put your cognac on yeah, there, yeah. and uh, drive away. Seems very luxurious. Those old Eldorados were giant steel tanks anyway. You weren't going to hurt yourself by any means. No, and and this was 1957. So, I mean, it had a different idea of, you know, touring, (laughs) I guess. We we had a wet bar in this thing before we had a seatbelt. In the front seat. Well, yeah, before. Seems completely reasonable to me. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess the car manufacturers at the time, they were just like, yeah, this is just stupid. Like, no one, you shouldn't be doing this. Like we're supposed to be driving cars, not, you know, floating around drinking and doing all this stuff. So anyhow. Yeah, there was a there was a time. Driving was a thing that you did. You put on your driving gloves and your driving shoes and your driving cap and you stuck your coffee between your legs. <laughs> <laughs> and then McDonald's ruined that for all of us. That's a lot of these articles. That all that that I'll write there, right in this article. But all that changed in nineteen eighty three. When, you know, Chrysler invented the minivan, I guess. So I guess they're attributing this hmm. to, I'm trying to think, it's somewhere around that time that that, um, that poor lady, you know, yeah, here we go, $2.7 million settlement. It got reduced to 640000 on appeal, by the way. I mean, I would hmm. burn my crotch for the better part of three quarters of a million. Yeah. I mean, it would just made her, I don't know, it's... <laughs> You know, but that's, that's sort of like, I guess the cars were like, oh, we better start thinking about a thing. And that's kind of crazy because that's in this country. I kind of think of this country as like having cup holders in the Europe because the Europeans had, they held out on this. A lot of the European car manufacturers <laughs> were like, this is really dumb. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, in this country, it's not like we don't consume everything from goods to food 24 seven. So it only made sense. Well, it was a whole drive-in thing and people eating in their cars and drive-in yeah. theaters and then, oh, people want these, you know. And there were lots of aftermarket stuff going on, but it, it wasn't. This stuff didn't actually get adapted into serious car manufacturing and consideration because I'm sure the engineers are like, what? what, what? Yeah, we, we, you want what? Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting because, you know, Europeans to this day from certain places in Europe are fascinated by the concept of the American drive through Mm-hmm. They're like, wait, you, you, this is a real thing? Yeah, it's a real thing. You just drive up, they throw you a sack of food through the window, and you're on your way, you know, <laughs> because we stop for no one. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So you, I guess I'll do, you want to, uh, yeah, I'll finish out with this article. So there was an article in the uh, Atlantic by Nancy A. Nichols, April 22, 2018. So here we are, folks. The two, 2019 Subaru Ascent. Can you guess the number of cup holders in that thing? In the 2019 Subaru Ascent, mm-hmm. I'm gonna. Go, I may have an advantage here because I used to sell automobiles, but I'm going to say twelve. Nineteen. Nineteen cup holders. <laughs> Jesus Christ! The thing seats six people on a good day. <laughs> So <laughs> that's, that's three drinks a person and one to spare. <laughs> yeah, not quite three, but close, right? 
Yeah. So this thing that, and the article goes on, like there's room for the Starbucks skinny latte, you know, the unnatural, you know, big gulp. That's the other thing we're obsessed with here <laughs> in America is like the size of our drinks. Um, so, you know, it's, it's just, this is kind of ridiculous. I guess it's appropriate if you want to keep your beer to water ratio, uh, whilst driving your car. I mean, I guess so. So that's enough for, uh, 15 beers and four waters, which is great if I'm traveling alone. Yeah. I mean, there <laughs> Not that we go. encourage drunk driving here on the 14 questions podcast, but you know, no. So then, you know, going back, this article covers some of the history, you know, goes into F Scott Fitzgerald's description of the uh, Gatsby's roles. Um, yeah, which was just beautifully floral language. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll quote this. I guess that this is a quote from that, you know, within the article. So it was a rich cream color bright with nickel, swollen here and there in its monstrous length with triumphant hat boxes, super boxes, tool boxes. But these lavish items were most definitely meant for a stylish roadside picnic, not for eating while motoring. I think it's kind of funny. You know, I guess bumpy roads would do a thing. Not in the Rolls Royce. I mean, it's like riding on a cloud. I mean, there is that. Have you ever ridden in one? In a Rolls? No, I have not. I have, but it was an old one. I can't remember the year, but yeah. It's kind of a thing. Um, it was a little bumpier than I thought, but it wasn't like the the, the newer Rolls. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the, the new ones have been in the shop. significantly <laughs> advanced in their suspension technology <laughs> as well as their cup holders. But interestingly enough, 1953 was a patent for a cup holder that was granted to an inventor in Texas. So these things have been around for a long time. But they, they just the auto, the auto industry was like, no, this isn't happening. Like, people don't need to be doing this. Yeah, they late, late to adopt. Yeah, but then when you get into, you know, commute times and, you know, what people are trying to do. And then, then the whole, I guess it, this is like a, I, I don't know. They, I guess they finally put a cup holder in there. And then I think one of these articles quotes the, some of the drink sizes in the United States of America. For our European listeners, this will kill you. <laughs> here's your here's your small drink 1.2 or 1.7 liters folks yeah that's a small by by any standard in this country so we do cup holders and, but and we then, don't do know, toilets like, like, like a large a large is about a half a gallon um you know yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> yeah we have a problem yeah i mean we definitely yeah. have a problem so, so here, here we go i'm going to finish out on a couple more little pointers here so in 07 Pricewater, um, PricewaterhouseCoopers reported that they were, sur- when, when doing surveys, cup holders in cars were a more important factor to consumers purchasing than fuel efficiency. That totally checks. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> we, we don't care if you, if you go anywhere, especially in the Southern states, um, yeah, everybody care. drives a thing that gets seven miles to the gallon. Yeah. And, Why uh, not? You know, drives it at about 45 to 6,500 RPMs constantly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they, they, quote this, they quote this whole thing that went on on like a Kickstarter campaign, which is a, in, in, an in-car dip chip for, I guess, ketchup and dipping sauces, essential for <laughs> small. Right? I don't know. I guess this is where the, the kids are in the back and they just because kids over here live on chicken nuggets. And that's like, you just put these <laughs> French, things in the back. French fries and chicken feed tenders, them. that's all you need, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't think a car needs a, a built-in condiment 
dispenser. Uh, <laughs> These I'll other draw people the line disagree there. With now, you. a built-in condom dispenser, that, yeah. that might come in handy from time to time. Yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Hmm. On that note, should we take a break? Okay, let's take a break, and then i got two more things to make before we give holiday advice or whatever we're going <laughs> to right, do. All right. All right. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. back to the 14 questions if you haven't left yet <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, there you go yeah so where were we we were um yeah cup holders talking about cup holders serious shit who, over knew, here. who knew everybody again this is one of those topics where you kind of jokingly did a thing and then you know all these major magazines and news sources have done th- things on cup holders well, and cars it's I mean, like a big it's a big deal apparently i mean you you i i showed you that article, you can quote that part. But I mean, when the Atlantic article is going into the stuff that was said through like Daimler to the Wall Street Journal, apparently they take this <laughs> shit seriously, right? Yeah, you know, because American manufacturers were, were adding these cup holders and things and European, Japanese, et cetera, kind of went, this is stupid uh, to the point. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to figure out Dieter Zetsky, Daimler's uh, CEO at the time. It says, uh, for years, Mercedes was convinced we should teach Americans to drink their coffee at home. Uh, and so that attitude kind of put them behind the curve a bit. A little bit. Just a, just a tiny, tiny bit. But they don't really, I mean, you know, I've been traveling through Europe. They don't really have these drive through things that we have. Like <laughs> you are correct. Reams yeah. of cars out of them. And yeah, we don't, we don't double ring the Chick-fil-A and, uh, yeah. and with 400 cars waiting. Well, the other thing is that, you know, I've been making (laughs) jokes over here, but I'm not kidding. Like it'd be complicated to them. Like you talk about, I'll let you quote the size thing, but I would, I brought this up because it's like, what do you do? You know, the Interpol people, like, did they get in their car and they have the tiny one for the espresso (laughs) espresso cup? Just a a little like three pronged clamp that looks like an upside down claw machine thing. You just snap it in like kink and it holds your espresso perfectly. I mean, I've um, got it. I've just got it. If you haven't listened to the podcast, you, go back. Maybe, I'm always maybe talking Maybe you mount it on a gyroscope and yeah. it just stays level as the car bounces around. Yeah. Sip, I wonder what they drive over there. Through your pencil thin mustache. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Very well fitted suit, you know, or maybe they can just hold their cup while they're. I feel like you ready. have an Interpol fantasy here. Like, I do. I, espresso in a well-fitted suit. He was a dark and mysterious man. If I knew that that place <laughs> existed back when I was in college and stuff, because I studied art, I'd be like, yeah, let me go drink espresso and run around and see who's stealing paintings and all sorts <laughs> of other stuff. I think Interpol does more than stealing paintings, well, but that's neither here nor there. Whatever. We'll do, <laughs> we'll do another thing on that. But, but yeah, uh, so as they try to catch up, you know, like these, these European and, uh, well, you're saying that Japanese car makers, yeah. they were, they were shipping American beverage containers back to their headquarters and 3d printing like big gulp cups and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> How do we make a thing that fits a what we do eight now? ounce Red Bull can? And then, you know, the 128 ounce big gulp cup. That's interesting. Um, and they still haven't figured it out. You know, I, I drive a Japanese car and it's got about the worst cup holders I've ever seen in my life. They're not bad. They're not good either. Yeah. 
I mean, speaking of, you know, the European auto manufacturers, like, you know, the VW does a pretty good job now. You know, Porsche, you know, they've actually got a kind of thing. You don't realize they're there because, you know, it's Porsche. You have to like push on that special button. It's like, yeah, they, there's your cup holding. They, they pivot out. Yeah. Which is cool. And they got a know, two size hold thing for it too, at least in the yeah. view that I've driven. Yeah. There's like a step down ring that you can pivot out and go, I have a smaller espresso. I have a smaller drink or I was genetically well endowed. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not quite, I mean, I didn't, my trust factor in the, in, in that particular cup holder, given the engine that is behind your head. Yeah. And you, you might end up with a thing in your lap. Yeah, or you're, I don't know. <laughs> but again, behind you. <laughs> if you're driving it like you stole it, then you... Uh, Which you should be. At all times. Yes. Yeah. Then you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be worried about a beverage anyway. Yeah. Ten, ten, ten and two or three and nine and giddy up. So do we have any other interesting things about cup holders? <laughs> I mean, we could go at, on at and on point, and we, on. We've taken 18 minutes to exhaust all of the amazing things about cup holders and cars, and yet there's so much more. There is. We could. This could and have been a three parter. We really wanted to do it. We could go on and on and on and on and on. But it is, you know, we're coming into the holidays, and we thought we'd keep it light over here and, and go into a less complicated thing. From you know, we got to do that from time to time. Yeah, yeah, just. Take a break, reset the brains. But we have some PSA stuff. Enjoy some time with friends and family. We, we do have some PSA stuff, don't we? Yeah. So we, we thought we'd mention this and, just because and, we're coming into And now the, a public service announcement from the 14 Questions podcast. Well, here's the thing, folks. So we were talking about accessories and this and that and the other. And speaking of cars, finally they put a USB port in almost all the cars. I mean, the European, speaking of the Europeans... Mm-hmm. They had these things in their fucking hotel rooms like a decade ago before USB. Like USB came out of wherever. They're like, yeah, put them in the hotel rooms. It yeah, was brilliant. It, it is. A, the standardization is a beautiful thing when it comes to technology because there's nothing more frustrating yeah. than forgetting the proper adapter for, you know, various power consumption as you're traveling or just around your own house. I'm like, or with cell phones, you just, you go why the hell doesn't everything just use the same damn cord? <laughs> like whatever the best technology is, that's what we should be using. No. And the rest can be cast aside. Enough is enough. Apple. Yeah. They are pretty <laughs> notorious for that. They're not the only ones yes, though. Yeah. I mean, it, at this point, other than being proprietary and probably having a couple tricks up its sleeve that they keep way, way behind the vault is a lightning cable really better than a USB three mm-hmm. or C I should say. Comes in nicer packaging. That it does, and at mm-hmm. a higher price point, too. Correct. <laughs> so so yeah. our, I guess our PSA is like, make, okay, two things in mind, right? One is whatever charging station you think is going to work for your home, whether or not that's like a three-port, six-port, 12-port, just quadruple it. <laughs> at least, yeah. And then the other thing is, you know, before we run into the holidays and we do a bunch of things and people buy these like little things and TVs and big things over here and we do crazy stuff. Remember the cords. Always remember the cords and yeah. the batteries. Oh, yeah. You, you know, you've had it. we don't run into that too much anymore, but you do. I remember growing up in the 80s and 90s, all of these handheld electronic games and toys yeah. and whatnot. And infallibly, you know, all the, you know, I had a pretty large extended family at the time and I think 21 cousins or something on, on my father's side. Wow. And everybody would have these cool electronic gifts and nobody thought to get batteries and you'd need everything from triple A's and double A's all the way up to D cells. And some of these toys back then, 
Uh, and it just made for a very kind of disappointing because you tear in and everybody's like, oh, amazing toys. And then yeah. you couldn't actually play with them. It was a very, very hard way to grow up. It really was. <laughs> yeah. Or the, you know, the person that stops by and hasn't charged their thing and they want to use your thing and then they steal your cable. You know who you are. Mm, yeah. That, those people, they have a special place in hell. Yeah, they do. They yeah, do. Always return the charger. And then don't get pissed off at me. When I unplug your thing to plug my own into my own charger. Correct. Why'd you take me off? Well, my battery was dead. So was mine. Yes, but it's my charger. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Like you can, you can take a pause and wait. Like you got yeah. enough juice, go occupy your time and then you can come back. Well, um, for others, unless that's your wife, you know, she, I mean, she at least puts my cables back. <laughs> you're it's treading, she, you're treading on very thin ice. I know, but you know, the thing that kills me is I say, well, I had to lend it to so-and-so at work. I'm like, it's my <laughs> like I'll give it to you. And didn't return the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's our someone, someone should write an entire book on just uh charging etiquette. I, that that I way mean, we all know punishable by death. I, like, follow, it, follow the I mean, I don't know the it's 2021. The, like we the, they've updated and the Emily post stuff, right? I mean, the, her family's still writing etiquette stuff, right? I, I would imagine or somebody's ghost writing on them. No, behalf. no, no, they are. I think it's the daughter or something or great granddaughter or something. They, good for them. They may have a chat. Here we go. We got to look at, <laughs> now we got to do a whole fucking podcast. Actually, on etiquette. you know, we should do a whole one on etiquette. That's exactly what I was going to say, because mm-hmm. etiquette, man, you want to talk about a, a thing. Oh, I know. <laughs> Get them that can on the show. Seem very bizarre. We think that'd be, that'd be like pretty cool. Only, only stir your soup in a crescent half moon back and forth, never in circles. You know, that, that, yeah. that type of weird, like how the hell did this become a rule other than some pretentious asshole. Well, like, no, we maybe, do not stir our stews in circles. That's for the plebeians. It's probably because we, that some we of the, go in smooth back and forth arcs. Why? Because people couldn't control it. Because they could keep they an eye on them. Generated and make sure they too much velocity to fling soup on the table over the edge of the bowl. I don't know. No, it's I don't because, know. But how do you get to this stuff? Because they had to keep an eye on them because they were going to steal the fucking spoon the same way they steal the charging cord. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe always on the front of the bowl where I can see it. Never, exactly. Never closer to your lap. All right. I think might we're, we're on to something. No, that could be. Yeah, we, we, we right. may we may very well do an episode on etiquette. All right. I'm going to put in the notes right now. Okay. Do it. Write it down. I like it. All right. Should we leave it there? Yeah, I think that's a good place. So All for right. those in the States, uh, happy holidays this week. Everybody be safe. For everyone else, life as usual. Well, be safe, uh, too. We'll see you next week. All right. Sit tight. Until next time. Until next time. Got questions? Need answers? Find them on the 14 Questions Podcast. Welcome to our podcast, where we, along with our frequent guests, will be answering your questions regarding a wide variety of topics, including current events, lifestyle, politics, and of course, popular culture. The 14 Questions Podcast is brought to you by Podhouse Media and Dive Pod Productions. Be sure to find us on the web at 14questions.org 
on Twitter at The14Questions. Look us up on Facebook at 14Questions. And of course, find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Podcasts.